0: Welcome to Under the Spotlight. I'm Carmella Sterling. I'm so happy you're with us today. During the show, you're going to feel uplifted, a boost, some humor, and really leave with a smile on your face. In the next few minutes, you'll meet our guest who has become a quick friend. I love that when that happens. Fast friend, feel comfortable. She made me laugh, makes me smile, and her whole thing is helping others feel less stress through humor. Have you had those life mishaps? Well, this woman is an expert in helping us getting through those life mishaps with some humor. Meet my delightful and wonderful guest, Uh, Gina, you ready to go this morning? Gina Ramsey, who's an authorpreneur, and I think this woman is wide awake and ready to go all day long.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm glad you said yes.
0: Um, even in our pre-interview and we were talking, I think we laughed more in those few minutes with you than we had all day. So thank thank you for that. Thanks for kicking it off uh, just You're perfectly. Welcome. I love that you call yourself an entrepreneur. Does that mean we have multiple books happening? I know we have one we can talk about, but are are there many more coming?
1: Yep, there are. I have another book coming out in twenty spring of 2024, and wow. then um, it'll be my brand will include an anthology. So it'll be similar to chicken soup for the soul. But with Murphy's law stories, if it'll happen, it'll happen to you. So people will be able to submit their own stories.
0: Love. All right. So this is the kickoff. But we have to acknowledge Frankie's on camera with us too. Besides Gina. Hi, Frankie. Hi, sweetheart. How are you sweet girl? Look at her.
1: She's napping your dog she's just putting her chin on my shoulder so she's a baby she's putting her chin on my shoulder how old is she
0: she is six super super
1: sweet along with
0: frankie husband and son
1: husband and son i have two daughters as well oh how wonderful yeah and three cats So
0: with this life, are they, are they all supportive of all this writing? This is a lot of work, the writing, the press kit, the publishing, just all, all of this. And it didn't happen overnight. It's a long process, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They are all supportive. The biggest question I get is um, like, how do they feel about being in this book? Cause a lot of these stories happen to our family. Like most of them. And so but they're all we've all laughed about these stories through the years. So they are just so very proud of me for finally writing that book.
0: Well, I want to say this to you on a personal note. I love that you actually did this because think about for all of us, ladies and gentlemen, sitting down at Thanksgiving dinner as an example or someone's birthday, don't you reminisce? We reminisce about the crazy stuff that happened or the funny memories, even though it might be embarrassing, especially for mom and dad, because the kids, as they get older, usually wrap those funny memories around some mishap with mom and dad, right? Agree? Yes,
1: yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, the first book, she's the author of Burnt Glove Boxes, Embracing Life When It Goes Up in Flames. How, uh, I have to ask you that, it's just gonna weigh on my mind until we get through this interview. If you do an impression of someone that my dad used to actually say to me, just sing, because you sound like Ethel Merman. I do not. It's just so bad. But you actually do a great impression of Ethel Merman. Is that right? I do. <laughs> I, wh- a why or how? But I'm dying to hear it. Seriously. I know it's early. If you wouldn't mind. Oh, I go. wouldn't
1: mind. I so do it. You want me to do it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Gonna keep All right. Off. I'm going to put Frankie down because she might. Okay. <laughs> there's no business like show business. There's no business. I know. Yes.
0: <laughs> I love you. That is just awesome. <laughs> Why Ethel Merman? Where'd that come from?
1: I rode a, the school bus with a gal when I was in eighth grade and she could do all these impersonations. She was my age or younger. I don't remember how old she was. But we were both in junior high. And she could do Flint, Fred Flintstone, Yogi Bear, Ethel Merman. And I mm-hmm. said, I love that. You have to teach me. <laughs> and I she did. Love it
0: what was the first mishap that started you down this path of of collecting now that we know you collected the the thought of doing impressions from someone else are you sort of a collector of of ideas through the years and then you remember them because your idea of putting these mishaps in a book has been marinating for what how many years a number it's
1: of years. it's been tw- over twenty years
0: over twenty years yeah you are my inspiration you certainly <laughs> are so it's never too late but what What was it that you said, oh my gosh, I absolutely have to put these in writing because this mishap really started it all. Which which one was it?
1: Well, you know, for years I would tell my stories to people and they would laugh and I'd be like, this is craziness and you got to write a book. These things are so hilarious. And I would say, yeah, you know, I should write a book. The mishap that really solidified the book was an actual burnt glove box. And, uh, when, when we, when our glove box burnt, I said, that's the, that's the title to my book. I'm going to write this book and it's going to be called burnt glove boxes.
0: Literally caught fire.
1: Um, it was, it, it wasn't on fire, but a hole was burning into it slowly oh and gosh. filled our car with smoke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes me nervous. But what is it about the humor part? To so tie this together for us. Something happens, we have a little mishap. How does the humor play into relieving some of the stress? And of course, everybody's waiting to hear some stories of your mishaps. We love those yeah,
1: stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, it's just been my way of, I guess, coping in with things. In the moment, a lot of these stories, I could have cried or screamed. Um, but it was stepping back after the story and going, oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. And then going, well, there's another one to add on to all this other stuff. And I honestly feel like we need to, there's so much serious stuff in life. And if we can take just silly mishaps that, what are you, what else are you going to do about it? So you're going to either laugh or cry or scream. Um, why not laugh? Hmm?
0: You have something in your mind. You just you just go to just just laugh about it. Don't cry over spilt milk, kind of thing. Or yeah, don't, don't...
1: later on after taking a step back, um, because again in the moment you're just like you know Chris Farley where he's ripping his hair out <laughs> and your hair standing all over the place. But then taking a step back, you know, and really, I watch a lot of humor movies, a lot of humor shows, and there's always that conflict, that crazy thing that happened. Right. And yeah. so I, it's really like what people enjoy. So um, is the
0: family key off of you? Like give it, give it, would you mind one story yeah. at least of something that's happened and you all just sort of laughed it off?
1: Yeah. So there is a story of when um, we, uh, we went as a family to, Disney world uh, to celebrate my oldest daughter's birthday or not birthday, her graduation. I'm sorry. Um, So we, we flew down. We were so excited. We got on the, it was the Disney's magical express at the time. It was the shuttle that takes you from the airport to the resort. And there was a person on this bus and we kept hearing her yell out in like, kind of like the Boston esque accent yes love it bobby i'm freaking starving and it's like 10 30 in the morning this woman was drunk laying across the seat screaming the whole entire time bobby i'm freaking starving i'm freaking starving bobby (laughs) and we're like Bobby's probably under the seat somewhere, like freaking out that you're acting like an imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got to thinking like, who comes to the happiest place on earth in it, first thing in the morning drunk?
0: <laughs> Somebody's having a good time.
1: Right, right. Oh, Either God. that or she needed like an advent or you know, something to, to fly Jeez. and like, yeah, something happened there. But ever since then, our family if we get hungry you know it's getting time to and it's not every time but it. every so often will be like Bobby and freaking stop and we need to get something to eat
0: <laughs> I love that and don't we all have that as as families right yeah yeah you know, those little uh colloquialisms those little sayings something that maybe came from, I have a lot that came from my mom yeah. the way that she used to used to say things I do I do love that. You actually are. Are you still a licensed uh, clinical social worker? You worked in that field for a long time.
1: Yeah.
0: Are, are you still doing that?
1: I am. I'm doing it full time in medical social worker. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really interesting.
0: So I noticed this as I was reading your bio. Uh, you facilitate numerous wellness groups and trainings, teaching others stress reduction tools to improve health and well being. Yeah. Connection there, humor yeah. and well being, less stress. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. It's it's pretty remarkable the different tools that you can use to reduce stress. And it's all about like the nervous system and calming the nervous system and singing and humor and deep breathing, you know, and when you're laughing really hard, what are we doing? We're gasping for air, right? We're taking those big inhalations. So really it, it is a stress reduction tool that is really helpful.
0: This is powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, let's have fun or, or laugh about something. It's it's actually a, a tool to yeah. relieve stress. Now, we're not saying, okay, you go through something or have a mishap and you're a little frustrated. You have to get through something. Some times are, are tough and difficult right. when we get through those. But there are typically are elements that we remember that are like, oh, my gosh, I can't even – it's that. I can't even believe that happened right. kind of thing. So right. how do you um, – do you teach that in this environment? Can you give us a couple of tips on maybe how we could use that in our life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I you know, number one, I, I am big on watching humor shows and just like silly stuff. Humor is is very subjective. What makes one person laugh other people don't like? So, an example is Seinfeld. We absolutely we're a Seinfeld family, we've got the the Festivus poll, a little poll that we put up every Christmas, but I've found that people either love or hate Seinfeld. They, right. There's no well, it's okay, you know. It's I don't like that show or we love that show. So um, I guess the the main thing is is like what what can what spin can you find on what happened? And again, it may like you said, it may not be in that moment because everything's so chaotic, but what smile can you can you bring to that? And um, you know, I try to um I try to I saw a comment by Mary Ellen uh need for stress. Oh, yeah. Um so thank you, Mary Ellen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think it's so very important to be able to take a step back. Not everything's gonna be funny. There are gonna be th- right. things in your life. But you know, I even have a friend whose son um uh, committed suicide, and mm-hmm. she said to me, and I, you know, I always want to say to people, my goal is not saying you need to find the funny in everything in life because yeah, there are things life. that aren't funny. But she said to me, She said, You know, Gina, we did have something funny that happened with that because after the autopsy, the medical examiner said, Did you know he had two spleens? <laughs> and she's like, well, of course he did. <laughs> so she was even like later being able to say that that's kind of funny.
0: <laughs> right. Finding thing th- because we know like laughter as, as crazy as that sounds. Let's just say right? that's that's just crazy. But the laughter is helping us heal. So we're reaching for that. We're grabbing those. We're not laughing at situations right. that aren't funny. Right. We're remembering the moments that made us laugh to take that laughter through, like to Mary Ellen's point. Okay, so she needs some, some cope, coping mechanisms for uh, stress. Yeah. Do you have any guidance there? Let's say it's a very stressful day, it's one thing after another. One thing you've experienced that as a mom, right? Right. One thing after another. Do you take this break, say, okay, I just need to take a little break, and maybe it's something on social media, or maybe you're reaching for another. How do you work that in? Let's help Mary Ellen with her questions. Yeah, so
1: how I work it in is I will take deep breaths. I will do the deep breathing stuff, but a lot of times it's those um, being able to do a snarky comment to a to a coworker and not in a bad way, but sure. like going, "Can you believe this again?" <laughs> or yeah. our big thing is being able to send a gift. Or in oh one of those God. reels, finding a yeah. reel that is hilarious, copying it. And send, my best friend and I, we usually send stuff to each other or my other um, entourage of, of buddies that, you know, that we all seem to be able to find, you know, just like a little chuckle. And I love just finding something funny and sending it to I somebody. You don't, You don't know how it's how. You know, I watch it and I'm like, that's hilarious. And then sending it to somebody and having them send, you know, a laughing emoji or whatever. And then I know I brighten their day too. Just, that's you innocent. know.
0: A great advice, because it, even though the situation, I feel like maybe some people are going uh, eye roll, like you can't just make funny out of everything. But if you're in a very heavy situation and something pleasant comes through that makes you smile, you know the difference that that makes. It lingers, yeah. right? And maybe yeah. you can go back to it. Um, you've had a really just a, a wiped out day and your friend sends you something that makes you laugh, as Jean is talking about. This is excellent advice because it's easy to do now, right? Send a little text, send a gift, send a, a meme, Whatever it is that makes you laugh, and even if for a moment, we'll take mm-hmm. those those blessed moments, right? Yes. That take us out of the stressful situation, right? And then you realize that it's something you can go back to again and again. Can I? Well, I use your book this way. I'm so excited to get your book. Well, I use your book in this way, like stories that will make me laugh and I can go back to.
1: Yeah, and yeah. you know my my goal, my overall goal, and I write about this in the beginning. Of the book is if I can, if I can make one person smile or giggle, it, that's going to cause ripple effects. And I never realized the magnitude of that, like how that is going to happen um, and how it, powerful it would be. But I have parents sitting down reading the stories to their kids for bedtime stories. I have people reaching out to me to say, my mom, she's been really sick for a long time. And she Mm -hmm. was in the hospital. And I brought her a copy of your book. And it brought her so much joy during her healing period. And so it's creating these connections, we've become so kind of disconnected, you know, with the social media and all those types of things, there are benefits to it, the laughing and stuff like that, which is what I usually use it for. I scroll past drama, <laughs> um, but just the the impact. And I didn't think about it before I wrote the book, but to think that, oh my gosh, like my, cause there's a lot of humor out there that's not so clean. And mm-hmm. I have a couple of those books too, you know, the language and stuff, but to oh. be able to take pride in that a parent can sit down with their child with my book and read it to them as like, I never even, so that brought me a lot of joy to know that parents are connecting with their kids in that way.
0: So um, thank you to Peter, our producer. Are you putting up a QR code for the book so they can Mm -hmm. just literally just wave your, uh, your uh, code from your phone, you know, just wave that over the QR code and you're right there. You're also on Amazon. I, I like sending people to your website, which is, gina ramsey author.com, www.ginaramseyauthor.com you call yourself a, a, an authorpreneur, which I love and we're excited about this book and all the others to come in the whole series. but you may be, keep thinking of the laughter is the best medicine. we've heard that a million times in our life no matter what our age and you're really you're bringing that to the table today yes. Which, yes. Is, which is great. Have you enjoyed yeah. this process of the book making the book come to life?
1: I absolutely have. And the whole process of the writing and the meeting people going out to events and doing book signings, I'm meeting so many remarkable people. Um, I tend to not say no to opportunities because you just never know who you're going to meet and what connections those people have that it's just been such a great thing.
0: Can you share a couple more stories whether we're getting a request for more stories? You got it. You got yeah. It. Yeah. Where, where you want to go?
1: Yeah. So let me think, let me think. Okay. So we had this dog and he was a golden retriever and his name was Rusty Rum Cola. And so we called him Rusty. Uh, we had a couple of nicknames for him, Rusty boy and big dummy. And it was a term of endearment. He wagged that tail when, when we said big, big dummy, come here. He loved to run. That's the one downfall he had. And he would wait for the weak members of the family to go to the side door and he would bolt. And he, oh. um he would just, he was such a smart dog, but he would do some things that just made made you question like how intelligent he really was. <laughs> so <laughs> so there was a time where, um, I, you know, of course you do your birthday parties for your kids and you try to think of the creative themes. And we went through all the Barbie and SpongeBob's and all of that, Disney things. And so I said, you know what, this year, Katie, we're going to do like a tropical party theme, you know, with the grass skirts and all of that type of stuff. Make punch and swimsuits, fun stuff. So we had some friends that had just had one of those parties and they had totes of you know, the, um, netting and the grass skirting for tables and stuff like oh. that. We'll loan the stuff to you. Okay. Awesome. So they had, uh, boxes of those dried starfish that are like, have different colors, pinks and blues and turquoise. i um, like, this is so cool. Well, we had an emergency with my husband and, oh. um, we ran out the door, um, uh, broke his finger. You know he's he's still alive. He's good. He's upright. Okay. <laughs> but we left, okay. and Rusty decided to eat boxes and oh. boxes of the starfish. He didn't chew on shoes like normal dogs do. He ate boxes of starfish, and that turned out to be not such a great idea for him. No. Yeah. So you know, not to get too gross, but. You know, he, mm. it was colorful. Let's put it that way. It was colorful what came back out of it. Can't him. wait
0: to hear what the humor is in this because I'm oh already like, my oh my gosh. I was oh my gosh.
1: Help. Oh my gosh. But like, that's the thing. Like, okay, now I'm thinking, how am I going to explain this to my friends that my dog ate your starfish? Uh. You know, and not your homework, but the starfish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was the dog who could eat the homework.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. But it was like after all of these things. I mean, oh he had eaten a whole cheesecake at one point of a neighbor's.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I mean, he would run all over the neighborhood. My husband tried, you know, one of those collars to kind of zap him a little bit. He borrowed it from somebody. Rusty figured out how to get away from that out of the range.
0: Human dog. And
1: he Yeah, he took off. He was human. I said, and I told my husband right from the beginning, you'll find my husband in the book of like, I'm always the the voice of reason, you know, I'm the rule follower. That's not a good idea. You probably shouldn't do that. It'll be fine. And then a $400 collar that was loaned to us is running around the neighborhood on our dog. So...
0: Oh, my gosh. But you're not lapping through. I mean, well, you know, the colorful starfish that came out. I mean, that would be like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of. Over and over (laughs) and over again. (laughs) He's safe and he's healthy and everything is good. But that was was the funny, finding the funny moments. Is it coming naturally to you to find the funny moments?
1: It does. And, you know, I think I get that. My dad and my brother are super funny and they're always acting silly. and um, my dad's deceased now, but he he found funny and so many things and just silly things. You know, his one of his comments, he would make these comments. Have you seen the Duck Dynasty? Yes. OK, so Cy on Duck Dynasty, when we found our daughter watching Duck Dynasty, Cy was talking and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's my dad that's my dad. So my dad would say, I would, I would always say, dad, you got to do this. You know, you got to do it, dad. And he's like, and he had a Southern accent and he would always say, I don't got to do anything but die and stink. And I already stink. So I just had one thing left to do.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I love that. Oh, the things that just carry And then on. he would
1: chuckle, right? So
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. I just, We just love you. I love your thinking. It's powerful. It's helping people smile and and laugh through even your your stories and your mishaps. Thanks for sharing them. Can't wait to get your book. I'm super excited. Everybody go order. Go check out more from uh, Gina on uh, ginaramseyauthor.com, And you can do uh, do a little shopping for yourself. I think we all needed this relief today. A little stress relief, finding the humor. It's a great calming strategy. If you're not quite sure how it's going to work. I wish you could spend the day with us because I drop more things. I have a little bit of a clumsy side, and as a kid, I was always nervous because Dad would reference the clumsiness. But as an adult, I realized it's really kind of funny. Some of the things, the way I drop them, it's hysterical. Like it's so creative. Only I could do that. So I laugh. <laughs> I laugh at it. Truly, it's it's remarkable. Um, so find that funny. Find that humor. And if you need a little help, I think you have a brand new friend in uh, Gina Ramsey. I have enjoyed this so much. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Uh, your gifts that you bring to all of us.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm just so glad to bring joy to our world. And that's, and that's happening. And that's just the amazing part of it.
0: Where are you going to be for the next book signing? Do you have a location you can let us know about, or are you just going to keep posting those on your uh, website?
1: Yeah. So those will be on my website. Um, okay. My, um, when is my next? Oh, my next one's in Superior, Wisconsin. And so, um, if you're in the area, definitely pop on over. It'll be over at Angie's closet and I'll actually be there with two other local authors. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's just such a blessing to meet all the really incredible people that I'm meeting. So yeah. well, yeah. may you
0: continue to be blessed with all these incredible stories. Thanks for sharing them today. And well, uh, thank our audience for being here, and Gina, yes. really appreciate you. If you hang out for a minute, I know Peter wants to say something to you. So uh, as you go off screen, know that we all appreciate you so very much, and thanks for the impression of uh, Ethel Merman. I really appreciate oh, hearing very you that one, <laughs> as others too, for our next visit. I want to thank our sponsor, our continuing sponsors. We're in season three and uh, many more to come but uh, cheers if you love coffee sprinkle a little happy coffee in your coffee or have it as your coffee here's the link to it if you need it uh, and you're not catching it on uh, line right now just reach out to me via sterling.com and i'll make sure you're cared for in the way that you want great customer service, direct product delivery to your front door, and it literally elevates the entire body to a happiness level that you've never known before, and a lot of productive energy as well. Cheers. Thank you, HCO, for continuing uh, sponsorship with Under the Spotlight. Thank you to our producer for making this happen, and to our very special guest, Gina, today. I've loved having you on, and I'll see you all next time here under the spotlight.